Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome back to another episode of Mood with Lauren Elizabeth. I'm your host, Lauren Elizabeth, and today we have such an exciting episode. Not only do we have the usual best mood, worst mood, mood boosters, and hashtag my mood, we have a special guest for today's topic. The topic is going to be all about self-confidence, validation from others, feeling your best self, and a little bit of self-care. I brought one of my best friends and someone you may know very well, Claudia Oshrey, on the podcast to dive deep into this topic. Claudia Oshrey is a comedian and one of the hosts of The Morning Toast and doesn't really dive into these lifestyle, wellness, self-care topics too seriously too often. So I decided to open her up and really get her take on how she combats a lot of the pressures that she has from her career and from her inner voice in her head and really get to know the real Claudia underneath the fabulous host of a morning show. Stay tuned for our hilarious and inspiring conversation and let's get into the episode. Hi guys, I'm so sorry this episode is late, but I I have so many exciting guests coming on that I just I, I I had too many files and too many things and too many segments to get get to you. I'm actually on Jackie Schimmel's podcast this week called The Bitch Bible. So if you want to hear us just lose our absolute minds, you can also get an extra little mood booster and head over to The Bitch Bible after this. And Jackie Schimmel will be joining me on the podcast probably next week or the week after. But like I said, we're just having some some audio file troubles. So instead, you're going to be treated to some Claudia Oshrey content, which brings me to my best and worst moods of the week. My best mood is that I was in New York City. I had the best weekend ever, you guys. If anyone knows me, they know that I hate traveling. And it's not because I actually hate like experiencing other things in my life it's because I'm a psychopath and I'm just not the best traveler we have talked about routine on this podcast and it's already so hard for me to take care of myself and have a routine and just like be a good person um when I'm at my own house which is why I stay home a lot and so when I travel it's like even a worse version of me I become an even lazier just bigger piece of shit because I'm just so out of my element I don't know what to do with myself and the last thing I'm going to do is probably do something that's good for me. So I'm usually not the best traveler. It also gives me a lot of anxiety and just I'm just like not a free spirit. Like I've always wanted to say I'm one of those girls that is so spontaneous and like free and young and wild and YOLO like let's get on a plane I'm just I'm not I blame my grandma she's like the exact same way and my mom's totally not like this at all so I'm like that must be where I get it from but for some reason 
traveling was my best mood of the week. I think it's because I was with my best friend. I was with my boyfriend, his parents. We had so much to celebrate this weekend. It was a really, really quick trip. It was super easy. I got to see Claudia and Jackie. I got to go to some amazing dinners. And you guys know I love food so much. So I really just went all out. And you know what? Sometimes like when you're going all out at a dinner and someone takes a picture of you and all you see is a potato head, you'd think that like, oh, I should probably slow down. But no, I just use it as fuel to just keep eating more and more and more. And I was like, fuck it, YOLO. Like that's where the YOLO comes in for me is when I'm at like a five course dinner. Not when it comes to like jetting off somewhere. But when there's food, YOLO motherfuckers. We were out there for A Quiet Place 2 premiere, which is my boyfriend's father's movie, which is super exciting because we were also dating when it was all happening. So I've really watched this journey kind of come all the way to the second one. I saw the first one at the premiere. I was at this one and it was just such a special moment watching Cameron be so proud of his family. And I think that I've said a best mood before is family. And it was just such a special like family weekend and family moment. And on top of that, the movie was seriously incredible so not only was it just like a special epic moment to be a part of for him and his family it was also an epic freaking movie it's like I didn't even realize till the end of the movie I thought wait usually like a sequel is really bad you know like every time someone makes a sequel you're like oh why do you have to ruin a good thing but like this is actually better like and I also don't know how to describe it because I don't like horror movies but for some reason A Quiet Place isn't a horror movie to me yes it's stressful and there's some like jumpy moments but the narrative and the actual story is so deep and so like about family and survival and love that like it it doesn't feel like I'm just watching like a gory horror movie it's so much more than that and Emily Blunt was absolutely amazing in it all I could think is how I wanted to go blonder because I was looking at her hair and it looked so fabulous Mm, Lauren really focusing on the cinematic I know right but anyway we had such an amazing weekend we were with our best friends and it just made me realize like why don't I go to New York more I love the city so much I love getting in and out of there really fast like I don't think I could ever live there because I'm from Chicago and if I moved to a city like that I'd have to move back to Chicago but I just love the vibes I literally saw Jackie and Claudia and they were like hey gossip girl I was like I know right like I'm just I, I just need to come here more often and live my inner gossip girl dream I had to get dragged out of Bergdorf's because God knows I shouldn't be buying anything from there but it was so beautiful I just wanted to roll around in it I asked Olivia if I die from coronavirus if she would come and spread some of my ashes in like the shoe section of Bergdorf's like that's the journey that I want my life to take but on that note that leads me to my worst mood which is this freaking coronavirus if you want to hear me talk about coronavirus with Jackie Schimmel like I said go head over to her podcast she started like freaking out when I got to the studio and we ended up just talking about it but it's just like it's one of those things where you don't want to feed into the hysteria but you also know that it's officially a pandemic and it's like you want to be prepared but I still have shit to do and I'm just kind of in this middle ground where like I'm prepared for the purge but I don't really think it's going to happen and keep in mind whatever I'm saying right now is not like don't like attack me like I'm just a girl trying to not get coronavirus and just like giving her two cents on it on her creative outlet all right it's just it is my worst mood of the week like I really don't want us to have to go into isolation I really don't want us to have like a bunch of people getting sick like I just like coronavirus is honestly just like such a Debbie Downer we're supposed to be going into spring and everything's supposed to be grand and dandy and like coronavirus like no one invited you here you know what I mean get out we don't have time for you we all have things to do please leave but at the same time 
time, it wouldn't be so bad if we did go on a nationwide lockdown and I couldn't leave my house because then I wouldn't have to make excuses for leaving my house. So I'm not like too upset about it as long as like no one dies and maybe we get it under control, go on lockdown for a couple days, everything will be fine. But in the meantime, it's my worst mood because it's scary and I don't want anyone to die and I don't want this to like, I'm just like in denial and I don't want it to happen and it's just scary and there's so much misinformation and everything and it's just like all anyone can talk about. I coughed at the grocery store and someone looked at me like I literally pulled out a knife like I just choked on dust okay relax like I'm not sick it's just a lot going on right now in the world but anyway we're gonna keep the mood high we're gonna keep it boosting we're gonna be prepared but we're gonna keep boosting our moods all the way till potentially we go into isolation okay it's fine we're fine I'm super excited about this sponsor today because I just listened to them on a podcast with my friend Kenzie Elizabeth and I thought it was so interesting how they built their business and what they do and I'm also someone that's like obsessed with engagement rings um I don't know if you know but but I'm a basic girl and I already know what my engagement ring is going to look like. If you guys haven't heard of the clear cut, it's a direct to consumer diamond jewelry company demystifying the buying process for couples through expert education and a curated selection of high quality diamonds and custom made rings at fair price points always. It's really, really cool. If you haven't checked out their Instagram, they have this IGTV series where you can learn about all the different things. They're just like really transparent. And I feel like a lot of times when you see all these like diamond rings and jewelry on Instagram, you just don't really know what you're buying and it feels weird to buy something online. But the clear cut is like, the best way to do it and they're so smart the clear cut empowers a new generation of consumers to create their perfect handcrafted diamond engagement rings the clear cuts team of gemologists make the process of selecting crafting and buying diamond jewelry easier for you i mean i doubt cameron knows anything about diamonds and i have a very very specific ring that i want so he better be listening to this right now it's so cool because the clear cut is paving a new way of buying diamond jewelry from instagram i mean it's 2020 people their team of gemologists aims to inform and guide their customers through educational content and accessible expertise throughout the buying process they're helping help couples and anyone who wants to have some sparkle so it's not just engagement rings it's really just like diamonds in general but you can really really learn a lot so that when you do finally make that splurge or get engaged you know everything you need to know and when you're looking at all these things on instagram at least you're learning at the same time walking into a jewelry store can be so overwhelming and there's so much that we don't know and you want to get obviously the best thing ever because it's such an investment so the clear cut really helps educate you and really help you throughout the process diamonds are done better with the clear cut check out their line collection at theclearcut.co if you're interested in designing your own engagement ring with one of their gemologists book a call on theclearcut.co and you can use mood for 10% off any order so go check it out and see if there's anything you can sparkle up your life with which leads me to mood boosters because they sparkle up my life Okay, my first mood booster is this drink called Recess. I saw them on Instagram a while ago and then obviously saw it at the grocery store in LA. I don't know. I just like having drinks that are not alcoholic in the house, but then sometimes like calm you and like not necessarily boost your mood, even though they're mood boosters. But I think it is a mood booster when you also are able to feel relaxed because you feel calm and happy and peaceful. So this is kind of like that type of mood booster. So the reason I like this Recess drink is because I actually think it tastes good and obviously the packaging is super cool but it has like l-theanine in it which is a stress easer and a mood brightener and then hemp extract which calms the mind and centers the body and then it does have ginseng in it which helps you focus and enhances memory so technically you don't need to drink it at night you can actually drink it throughout the day but I like having it as kind of like an afternoon mood booster and you feel like you're 
kind of treating yourself, like maybe instead of having another coffee or maybe instead of having a glass of wine. So I actually really like it. I actually just repurchased it for like the second time because it made me, I, I was just drinking it and I actually was like, oh wait, I kind of feel something. Like I feel like a little bit different. So I, I really like it. I'm curious to see if any of you guys have tried it. And then something that you definitely feel, which is another mood booster of mine, is the Vital Proteins Collagen. It's like the moon milk or something. Yeah, it's the Vital Proteins Moon Milk Latte. And I pretty sure it's kind of new but I also have the Kourtney Kardashian push one which is just a collab with her and I think there's only one ingredient that's different and a subtly different flavor but what I've been doing is I've been kind of having a hard time falling asleep and so I just make a cup of almond milk and then I heat it up and I mix in the blueberry moon milk collagen latte or the push one which is just like the pink moon milk latte and it has 10 grams of collagen per serving and honestly I do like a scoop and a half so it's even more than that and then it has melatonin, GABA, and magnesium for restful sleep. It's not even that much melatonin, but with everything else in it, it says it has ashwagandha root extract, magnesium, GABA, and melatonin, like I said. And that's obviously stuff to support your overall wellness. And obviously you're getting that collagen boost. But for some reason, just that exact formula of stuff, like the smallest amount of melatonin and I do a little bit extra scoop because of the flavor and then because I want a little bit extra melatonin but I feel so relaxed I almost get like giggly if I try to like continue to stay up it's not like a NyQuil feeling but it's definitely something to help like ease calm and like relax you you guys know I also love um you guys know I also love magnesium and so I really like that that's in it as well but it's just like it's like everything I love that I need for nighttime it's literally collagen magnesium and melatonin so So this has been what I've been doing every single night before bed and I get really upset if I forget and all of a sudden it's 1130 because I don't want to like put that in my system and then accidentally sleep in. So that has been something I've added on to my night routine that I really, really, really love. And if you haven't tried it, I highly recommend. Then my last mood booster is the Derma Flash. And I totally couldn't remember if I've talked about this on the podcast or not, but you guys know skincare is always a huge mood booster for me because there's nothing better than feeling good about your skin, loving the skin that you're in. And I love the Derma Flash. If you guys don't know what the Derma Flash is, I always talk about it on YouTube and Instagram. And people always ask me, they're like, does this really work? Is it really worth it? Like, does your hair grow back weird? You're probably thinking, oh my God, what are you talking about? Hair grow back weird. So basically it looks like kind of a thick, big razor. And there's these cartridges that you pop on and off. So each time you only use it once. And I've compared it to just a regular face razor from Amazon to see if like the dupe is worth it. Honestly, like Amazon face razors, like sure, fine, they work, but they do not like they don't even compare to this product. It instantly removes dead skin cells and like built up debris and like peach fuzz. So basically there's two settings and it kind of like vibrates. So you charge it obviously. So it's kind of like a vibrating razor situation. And I just literally shave my entire face and it gets rid of all the peach fuzz. Like I said, all the dead skin, just like dirt, everything. And it is the best feeling in the entire world. Like I basically wash my face, pat it dry, And then I shave the entire face and then afterwards I'll do a mask in my skincare and like you basically got that entire layer of skin, entire layer of peach fuzz, just everything disgusting off your face and your skincare just like really, really goes into it and your face feels like a baby's bottom and it's smooth and it's radiant and it's just like Oh my God, it's absolutely amazing. It, it just, it's the most satisfying feeling in the entire world. I, 
probably do it like twice a month and I just did it before I left for New York and it's just it really reveals like your best looking skin ever especially if you do like a mask and all that stuff after it I love following it with the Sonia Dakar rose gold radiance mask and then all my skincare that's on my IGTV as of last week but it's so so oh my god like I just can't recommend this product enough and no your peach fuzz does not grow back dark it doesn't it just grows back totally normal and my biggest pet peeve is when I see people with like a full face of foundation and I can see all their peach fuzz through it and I'm just like oh my god if you had a dermaflash you would literally just look glowing and amazing it's definitely one of my mood boosters for like a total self-care night in at home facial it's literally amazing 10 out of 10 would recommend before we jump into our topic with Claudia I want to let you guys know that today's episode is also sponsored by Rothy's a toast favorite and a mood favorite we absolutely love our Rothy's because they are the most comfortable shoes in the entire world machine washable and eco-friendly they're stylish sustainable shoes and bags for life on the go yes you heard me right bags I literally saw a commercial the other night that Rothy's now has bags and they are so freaking cute I'm so excited to get one they're like chic businesswoman special they're still machine washable just like the shoes and still sustainable just like the shoes you guys are gonna freak out Rothy's come in ever-changing array of colors prints and patterns and are available in a range of styles the point in black has over 3,000 near-perfect reviews those are actually the ones that I have as well because I love just a black chic staple and you guys we wear these all the time I was with Jackie and Claudia in LA and in New York and I have not seen Jackie wear a different pair of shoes other than her Rothy's she has these cream ones that are so cute that I need to get but they also launch new colors and patterns every few weeks I literally just got an email that their spring colors are out so I'm really excited to hop on like the pastel trend they're seriously the most comfortable flats that I've ever owned and I'm super excited about the bag they always come with free shipping and free returns so you have nothing to worry about trying them for the first time Rothy's has kept 50 million single-use plastic bottles out of landfills and transformed them into their signature thread which is then knit into beautiful sustainable products so that is how the bags are made and how the shoes are made they're so comfy and I just I can't stress it enough how amazing this brand I was on a panel the other night and someone asked me some of my favorite sustainable brands and I literally my first thought was Rothy's because what they're doing is just so amazing the eco-friendly materials are just unreal you guys can go check out all the amazing shoes and bags available right now at rothys.com slash mood that's rothys.com R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash mood. Comfort, style, and sustainability meet to create your new favorites. Head to rothys.com slash mood today. It's like so weird that like I'm hosting. I know. I was literally about to be like, good morning, millennials. <laughs> good morning, millennials. Uh, it's going it to be hard for good? me. Did it yeah. sound right? Okay. I'm going to stop talking now. Okay, no, you, you need, like, this is why I have you here is to talk. Yes. But, okay, you guys, we are joined with Claudia Oshray today at Girl With No Job, yeah. at Claude With No Job, at Pup With No Job, at Pup With No Job, at The Morning Toast, at Toast News Network. My passion Project. Passion Project, which, you know, we can talk about a little bit. Yeah. Because, you know, you're my... Uh, very good friend. Yes. I would consider best friend. I would too. Um, I know that sometimes you get mad when I call other people my best friends and it really hurts because I just want you to know that you are my best friend. You're just one of those people with like a million friends and that speaks a lot to like the type of person you are. Friends, I'm very close not off. best friends. That's true. I just, you know, when I heard you call someone your best friend, it really, um, and I think her name also happened to be Claudia, um, that just really but hit there's, home. there's tears. You know what I mean? Of like course. there's tears, there's, there's certain best friends for certain things. Of course. She's like, old best friend yeah you're like current 
FaceTime bestie. Current, current mood. Current mood. Yeah, you're my mood booster every <laughs> fucking day, honey. So I'm in New York right now. I'm in the Toast uh, studio, Toast HQ. Toast HQ. Toast HQ. official name. I feel like really kind of like out of place and weird. I can't hear my own voice while I'm talking. I'm I, feeling uncomfortable. Since I um, knew you, I think you've only been in New York one other time. Wait, really? Yeah. When you came on The Breath. Wait, what? And the toast. Yeah, like I. Yeah, but you weren't but here I wasn't, because yeah. I was with Jackie when you I was on the toast. You co-hosted with Jackie. So I've only known you in New York one other time. And it, I was like so afraid. I'm not even going to say this on Jackie's episode, even though Jackie's like sitting behind us. I was like so afraid of Jackie that morning. I don't know why. She's scary. She was just like so like businesswoman special. And she was like, hi, how are you? Like, okay, like let's start. Like three, two, Dead. one, action. And I was like, oh my God. Dead. It was so scary. But like I was I was a noob at that point too. But so I don't know New York Lauren with like her Gucci loafers and her scarf that she folded and put in her purse. I, I mean, like, listen, I am a combination of Serena and Blair. Yeah. And that is the only type of New York that I know. Are you feeling very Gossip Girl? I'm feeling very Gossip Girl. I just went to Bergdorf's and all of a sudden thought I had like an Amex like black card or something. So Gossip Girl. And I had, I had to be dragged out of there. <laughs> it's such a great story. To come here. Well, I feel like we have so much to catch up about, but like for the sake of structure and just like a great episode for the other people, I'm going to like shut the fuck up. Okay. And we're going to do a deep dive on Claudia Oshry like no one's ever seen before. What I said on the podcast last week is I feel like I know you and Jackie differently than just the hosts of the morning toasts right because we have like a real life friendship mm -hmm. and I know you guys in real life and so I wanted to pick topics to kind of dive in with you guys that maybe you don't usually talk about on the, on toast. the toast yeah I don't know you guys are just so robust in your personality it's just weird to think that we podcast like Oh, oh, almost 40 times a month and there's still things people don't know about us no like actually though like how <laughs> And I feel like we, me and Jackie are any day now, like ready to run out of things to talk about. But nope. No, like you guys could actually start another. I've had this thought before where you guys could actually start another podcast if you wanted to. We've thought about it when I was on tour. Like I was already having such a hard time, like just doing the bare minimum five days a week. So we totally shelved the idea. But now that I'm here more, um, we're definitely thinking about it. Oh, really? Yeah. I Jackie also started Redheads. I also want to like move to New York because I feel like there is a gap in the market for a podcast with me living here. Yeah, I mean... Jackie and I have come to learn that nobody lives in New York and nothing exciting happens in New York. And every time we go to LA, it's like every meeting and every event and every dinner is like so productive. You run into someone, you meet someone, it's so fabulous. And that just doesn't happen here. I mean, me and Jackie really? just went to, yeah, me and Jackie went to like um, a charity event when we were in LA, which is very standard. I've been yeah. to many in New York and it was so fabulous. And everything in New York is just not fabulous. Well, that was a very fabulous event. Yeah. Cameron's but, mom was there, by the way. No way. Yeah, yeah. And I was so mad because I didn't know both of you were there and I would have made you go find her. Oh my God. That's so so funny. Of course I, I don't she know was. what she looks like or else I literally just would have went she up and ambushed. She is a P... Pijow. 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 She's yeah. a, the... Like she invented... Like her face comes up when the you look up Pijow. It's like really hard being like the quote-unquote daughter-in-law because yeah. like I will never measure up type yeah. of thing. Like it's really I bad. Okay, so let's jump into a topic that you kind of also wanted to discuss too. And yeah. I know you briefly actually... This episode will be coming out later, but you kind of alluded to it on an episode of The Morning Toast lately. Yeah. And Jackie shut you down real quick. She did. And you know, it's one of those things that you definitely get in your own head about, but when your life is on camera and you're such a shallow person, it's so hard not to be so obsessed with the way that you look. And we sit here for an hour a day. Like it's not... It's not like a two-minute segment. Like I move and, I, and there's different camera angles and I just... It happens to me every few months where I feel like the ugliest person alive. And I live in this weird world where I have like so much confidence and also I'm the most insecure person. Like I walk into every room and I genuinely feel like I'm the ugliest and most beautiful person in the room. It's yes. a really fucked up like place to live in. So my mood swings 
things just based on like how I'm feeling, based on like the clothes that I have. And because we're on air all the time, I order like ASOS and Revolve right. and Boohoo like multiple times a month because I just don't want to wear the same thing on the toast every day, even though I end up doing that. And it's all just contributes to how I feel about myself. And it's I'm such a vain person. And of course, it's like, just love yourself. And I really do. But some days I just don't. So when you are having those days, do you think it's like physical approaches that you do like going shopping and like doing something different or like do you spiral first? Like what is like the actual trajectory of like when that feeling starts? When I start to feel that way, I try to combat it as much as possible. Like I get my eyebrows done. Like I, I feel like there's something wrong that once I fix, I'll feel better. So right. it's like I need my lip wax. I need to get a little bit of a trim. I need a spray tan. I need to get my eyebrows done. Um, and then I do all that and it doesn't make me feel better. Oh, it doesn't at all. No, because it, it didn't fix what I thought it was going to fix. Oh, because I feel like sometimes it does help a little bit. I talked about on the podcast a couple weeks ago how like I was so sick and I was so disgusting and I actually like got myself out of bed, showered, got a facial, like fixed all that shit and like looked in the mirror. I was like, oh, like not too shabby. And it makes you feel a little bit better. Yeah. But it's not, there's no longevity in it. No, I mean the spray tan, which was Jackie's recommendation, like really changed my life. It definitely made a huge impact on on how I feel because I was just like waking up looking so like sick and like my skin was so pale and green. But for the most part, it's just like a mental thing. And I don't even think I look different when I feel that way. It's just something I feel about myself. And you feel like all this pressure, especially when you're in the public eye to like love yourself naturally. But what if I don't? Like, what if I just don't? And what if I want to do something about it, you know? Do you ever feel like, what's like the word when someone's always like, oh, like you're fishing for compliments? Because I'm like a combination of, of like self-deprecation and then also like I can't fake it either. So like if I feel gross and someone tells me I look good, I'm mm-hmm. just like, ew, like no, I don't. No, I definitely fish for compliments when it comes to um, like my career. Like when I do a Stop. show, when I do a show, I'm like, that was so bad. And everyone's like, no, it was amazing. I'm like, you think? <laughs> like, when it comes to that, cause I just love to like be praised and it's so fucked up. But when it comes to my body, like I'm actually so insecure when people are like, oh, you look great. I'm like, no, no, no you look great. Where's your shirt from? I love it. Yeah, you like literally spin Bounce. it as fast as you can. Yeah, I just don't like talking about myself. I mean sorry I love talking about myself and it, but it's I know exactly what like you mean because it's body. like you don't and you do at the same time yeah I live in a weird like um what purgatory of like yes. loving myself and hating myself a hundred percent I feel the exact same way yeah. but I got to the point where I realized that I and also I, I don't know what it's like obviously being in the public eye I think you understand but in LA I think it's even it's worse, worse because oh if you are someone that like maybe has confidence or whatever you can easily be put into one of those like shallow difficult fake, to work with diva so I trained myself because I come from Chicago and I was like I'm gonna stay humble I mean I'm not gonna change and I trained myself so much that I became the most self-deprecating person that yeah. can never take a compliment to the point where my boyfriend would be like my parents are literally just trying to say something nice and you went on this whole tangent about how much you fucking hate yourself oh my god I totally relate to that and especially like with my comedy I really try and not be offensive and like so much of comedy is like crazy outrageous like racist and I don't do that because I I just don't want to be offensive I've been offensive and I don't like the way that it feels so so much of my comedy is self-deprecating because if you're making fun of yourself you're calling yourself fat and ugly no one can be offended right so I've just gotten so used to like speaking negatively about myself and I feel like it actually contributes to my negative self-esteem oh you think so yeah but then it's also like the other side of the double-edged sword or whatever, where it's like, but then if I'm not doing that, do I look cocky? And do I look like I'm full of myself? So it really is that purgatory. But I think the main... The, the main takeaway, too, is that when it starts affecting how you feel, no matter how funny your jokes are or mm-hmm. no matter how cocky 
you are, how you feel on the inside is so important. So the fact that you've been feeling this way, it's like, how do you genuinely then, what do you do to change those things? Like you said, the physical stuff, but like, what do you actually do? Because do you do feel this way often? I, you know, I get into slumps like every six months. Yeah. And I always talk about it and it makes me feel better. Like here, everyone goes through right. it, whether you, you know, work in the public eye or your librarian, like everyone goes right. through that. Um, and that made me feel better. And it's just like time, like you just get over it. Like I have to work and then I just forget about how ugly right. I feel, you know, I have things to do. You have, yeah, you like just focus on work and like other stuff. Yeah. But it's like you can look in the mirror and feel like so fucking horrible and then yeah. also like go on a downward fucking spiral yeah. so fast. It's, and you know what? When you take so many pictures of yourself, like a picture can literally ruin your day or it can make your day. A hundred percent. An angle, like I have seen pictures of myself that made me never want to leave the house again. And then I've seen pictures of myself and wondered why I'm not on the cover of Vogue. <laughs> you know? <laughs> But you've like met enough people too in the industry to like realize that when you're look like, do you ever go on Instagram and look at other people and like start comparing yourself to other people? No, actually, because to be honest, nobody looks like me. So I don't know who the fuck I'm going to compare myself but, to. But I also feel like nobody, nobody looks like how they even look. Well, right? yeah. Because right? you've I, met enough people to realize of that. Of course. And I don't, I'm not the type of person who like scrolls Instagram looking at like the Chantel Jeffries, like all right. the, the Instagram models, because to be honest, like that's not what they look like. And that doesn't make me feel bad about myself because right. they don't even look like that. And to be honest, like that whole aesthetic is not my vibe it's funny because I was actually just thinking I was with one of my absolutely stunning sickening gorgeous friends Michelle Randolph Ugh. who you know I don't know how you're friends with her she's so it's, pretty I literally like my when, same thing with like the self-deprecation joke like mm -hmm. one of my favorite things to say to other people they're like oh my god you're friends with Michelle Randolph I'm like yeah like it's literally like the worst they're like why I'm like because she's so pretty but, you know someone's like to me you're friends with Lauren Elizabeth I'm like yeah it's worse she's so pretty but see like that like that does not like that doesn't register to me no, but, but it does but I, we were saying last night and it's like I'm looking at this stunning girl and she's like, oh, like I found this girl on Instagram. She's oh, like the God. prettiest girl I've ever seen in my life. And I'm like, first of all, like I look, no I, I don't look at Michelle Randolph and I'm like, we're on the same level. Like at, I'm like, that girl is out of control yeah, I mean, and she's just, still getting jealous of other girls. That just proves to you like there's always, in your opinion, there's always going to be someone like yes. prettier, smarter, like better than you. So stop comparing yourself to everyone yes. because no, we're never all going to be Giselle. And it also like comes down like see for me Giselle doesn't do it for me. No, me you know either, what I mean. That was like a universal reference. I think people exactly can a to. universal reference of like even there's some people that still don't like relate to it. And I think that's why it really genuinely does come to like and it's like the most cliche, sappy, stupid shit ever of like it like your personality and like what you bring to the fucking table. To me, like some of the most beautiful, fun people are more beautiful because of how they act. Right. Like they're so confident. And I'm like it makes them more beautiful to me. Yeah. Like it's not even a physical thing and it sounds so lame, but like to me, even when it comes to like love is blind, it really reminded me about mm. how like you can love someone even if they're not your physical type, but you have gotten to know them that like their insides make their outsides beautiful. Yeah, like you're attracted to them because of like the things that their personality makes you feel. And if you didn't know them, like you might not think that they were like hot, quote unquote, but their personality totally changed the yeah. way that you see them. So that's why I focus so much on me being like funny. Like I always want to be, I don't really worry about like being the most beautiful person and every room because that's never going to happen but I want to be like the funniest most interesting like life of the party because I yeah. actually can be that right so I, I like work every room you know even yeah. if it's something like lame I'm always just wanting to be like I want people to leave me like wait what does that girl do she was so funny right like you leave an impression I'm about to say the lamest thing ever but it's so true like your vibe attracts your tribe I'm, I'm sorry but it's so true like yeah. I feel like the people I hang out with are a reflection of my personality 
Yeah. You know? Did you see um, Becca Tilly's Instagram post that like kind of went viral throughout the people that follow her like a few weeks ago? No, explain it it to me. Maybe I did. You know I don't have a memory. Oh, that's true. Dementia. Um, She said, someone said something about self-confidence. I feel like just Jackie. Jackie said she remembers. Jackie O coming in hot. I'm pretty sure she said something like, at the end, like after, you know, someone makes a first impression, like their looks might make the first impression, but you never have a good feeling about someone or like remember them positively because of the way that they look, just the way that they made you feel. I have it. (laughs) I had a moment the other day that really changed my perspective on how I view my physical appearance. I was thinking no one has ever impacted me by being beautiful or having a perfect body. It might get my initial attention or even be inspiring, but it's never been the reason I remembered them. I'm impacted by people for their kindness, their loyalty, their patience, their generosity, their vulnerability, etc. I've never said she changed my life because she was pretty and skinny. We spend so much time worrying about the thing that means the least to people. I totally agree. Is that not the most amazingly written thing you've ever read in your life? And I do remember commenting on it because like that's see I knew you saw it by the way that's something you only learn as you grow up like, yeah because when you're a kid you're just obsessed especially in like the, the age of social media you're just obsessed with like having perfect boobs and perfect eyebrows and perfect yeah. hair and to be honest like the the people that I look up to like I don't even know what their hair looks like yeah and like the when we were talking about like oh like there's all these pretty girls on Instagram I could not tell you any of their names I were I barely remember what they look they're like they're just faces and lips I just remember I had a moment where I felt insecure I don't remember anything about the girl that made me feel insecure yeah so when I am feeling down on myself like I try and just remember like and I feel like when I am feeling down on myself I try even more to be like funny because I think that my physical appearance is like gonna make people write me off so I'm like oh let me be even funnier today and like more crazy <laughs> it's really toxic but it does make me feel better like to and by the way when you're in a slump someone could tell you like your looks don't matter and that does is true, it, it, but it doesn't help it doesn't help someone could, like if you don't feel good you could be I could be wearing an outfit that you think is so cute but mm-hmm. I don't feel pretty in it no matter what you say to me I'm not gonna feel good about myself right so if I'm feeling super down and Jackie's like actually I think you've been looking so beautiful lately and she doesn't lie I, I just wouldn't believe her right it, it doesn't it's not and it's nothing to discredit the person and it's just like right. it, it genuinely comes from inside yourself and I feel like for people like you that like are like comedians and have those personalities it's easy to not even talk about like stuff that you actually do that is that kind of like cheesier stuff and the self-care and stuff like it's that like lame. because it's it's lame and you're like well I don't want to be one of those girls and stuff but I think the, the thing that I try to do with mood is like I have a crazy personality I say fuck this shit fuck that like mm-hmm. I'm friends with people like you and like Jackie Schimmel and like all those people where we make fun of whatever it is that we think is like not as cool but I think you know obviously the loving yourself and the taking care of yourself is so important so I did look up some uh, generic oh ways God. to boost your confidence. Okay. And I want to see if you do these things, if you'll admit to doing these things okay. or if you have a version of them that okay. you can admit. <laughs> Let's do it. Okay. The first, and there's some really amazing quotes. Okay. <laughs> okay. The first thing is to visualize yourself as you want to be. What the mind can conceive and believe it can achieve. Okay, I'm really trying not to be negative because... <laughs> no, I, you can. I this just is want- lame and this is one of those things like that's not real. Say it again. Visualize yourself as you want to be. Like do you ever do like a power pose in the mirror? Oh, actually before like almost... No, 
Before oh yeah, every, before your show. Before every single show on tour, I always power pose and like I do all these weird things and I talk to myself in the mirror. But to me, that's not the same as visualizing. This That's just like hyping yourself up temporarily. Right. But if you're visualizing the person you want to be, like I feel like that's a toxic way of thinking because you should be happy with the person that you are. Of course, it's good right. to like work on yourself. Right. But you shouldn't be trying to change so much unless you're like a serial killer. So <laughs> do you do you ever like manifest or any? Because I think you and I are very similar where we're like God, man plans, God laughs. Yeah. So do you manifest or anything like that? I try not to plan so much especially when it comes to career because like you know everything's fleeting you could be canceled one day there the next um but I try to verbalize things that I really want I feel like they have a bigger chance of coming true like I would love to be on an episode of comedians and cars getting coffee with Jerry right. Seinfeld and I say that all the time like maybe one day it'll come to fruition and I feel like if you don't set goals for yourself I've recently started like writing things down that I yeah. really want including that comedians and cars um because if you don't set goals for yourself you'll never feel accomplished you know you wouldn't realize mm. that that was something you wanted for so long like the vegan theater was something that's been in my phone for over, over a year and it feels so good to like erase it Right. If you don't set goals, you can never achieve them. And it's also the physical act too. I always learned even just for business and like productivity tips is like actually just writing things down when you check them off. Mm -hmm. Like it, it is that like physical act. And I think you're more likely to do it or work towards something if you know that you can cross it off your list one day. Can I just say a side note too that I wanted to tell people about you before we get to the second thing that you're just going to absolutely love um, is – I was, I, I even sat on a panel the other night and Ooh, they were you do saying, panels? yeah, I do. I do some like speaking engagements. So and corporate. Stuff. Yeah. Like I wear like a blazer of and course. I just really like get to work. Of course. But someone was like, who's like girls that you guys, that you look up to? And I said, just a few entrepreneurs. And I was like, honestly, Jackie and Claudia, but I don't <gasps> think that like people realize them as the business. Like you see them as these like funny girls that do this stuff. And I was like, but their execution rate. And I realized it sounded like you guys like murder people. <laughs> yeah, right. And I was like, well, how do I describe this? Cause I talked to your husband about this. Mm-hmm. It was me, my boyfriend and your husband. And you guys were like getting ready for stagecoach. And we were just saying, when you guys want to do something, you execute it like a hundred percent of the time Jackie and I just spoke about this on Margaret Joseph's podcast which is okay. also on TNN and she was like saying how she this is like all so new for her and she like loves how like business savvy we are and we were explaining to her that we understand that our operation is very legit and like we work really really hard but when you just see me and Jackie being five foot tall like Jackie's wearing like crazy <laughs> lipstick and like I'm just literally wearing my pajamas people don't consider us to be serious business women and because we're so short people really really underestimate us which I think is good it's better than than them overestimating us right but it's nice to be appreciated but it's good it's like it's almost like that like work hard in silence like let success be your noise but money speaks wealth whispers yeah and it's like but you guys are so fucking quiet you know that that i don't think people realize that like also we don't don't have wealth sorry that was the wrong (laughs) i know (laughs) no i know but it's like the the stuff that you guys do like even i think the best example that people do realize is like a camp toast thing where it's like you guys had an idea and you actually execute it and i think a lot of people in our shoes have really large teams and they have a lot of things handed to them or they figure it out Mm -hmm. where like you guys actually think of something and just put the pieces together the two of you with your hands well and that's we joke but that's what we say about like tnn like we don't really want to bring on a show or a host who doesn't have the entrepreneurial spirit that we really love at tnn like for you it's like influencers and youtubers and podcasters even though like people make fun of us like we really are like a modern day entrepreneur and people who are the most successful in this area are successful because they try everything and they do it themselves they don't wait for a deal from nbc to launch their own show they just get a web show iCarly style and start filming vlogs in their bedroom like that is so much a part of like the tnn 
brand vibe, but also kind of a generational thing. And people think millennials are lazy, but I actually think influencers and podcasters and YouTubers are like the essence of modern entrepreneurship. It, it's it's insane. Yeah. And the best thing is that always makes me feel better. I literally, I told my friend this the other day. I you you'll Facetime me during the day, and like we have a three hour difference. But like you'll sometimes Facetime me really quick, and it's it's obviously one of my favorite parts of the day because you just like yell at me for a second and then like hang up on me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I just need to know this really quick. Okay, bye. And I'm just like yeah. I don't even like get a word in, yeah. and I'm just like okay. Where like, is your are... Sonia Jakar face wash from? Yeah, like literally. Where is your Sonia Jakar face wash from? Okay, ninety five dollars. Fuck you. Okay, bye. And or I'm just give like, me a code le fifteen. Yeah, it's true, but. Uh, I'll see you with your glasses on laying in bed. Yeah. And I'm like, this bitch works so fucking hard and allows herself to take a break. Oh, also when I'm laying in bed, it's when I'm my absolute most productive. I know. And that's when we get to mood boosters, something that it actually can be really toxic, like working from home, even though we have the studio and we have the office now, yeah. I just gravitate towards my bed. And like, I answer every email, I edit podcasts. Like I do everything from my bed. So when I'm always Instagram storing, like in my glasses in my bed, people are like, oh, she's watching Kardashians again. And it's like, actually the Kardashians are on, but I'm working. I work right. just as hard from my bed as I do in a meeting as I do at the yeah. studio but I, I get how it looks to people um because it, it goes back to that self-confidence and comparing thing because like people see you doing that in your bed so then the other part of you is like shit like do I need to look a different way to look like I'm hustling harder and a bigger boss bitch oh my god totally but I also am girl with no job so I feel like in a lot of ways mm. it makes a lot of sense I'm like always oh, in my bed watching friends which I am but it's also work I can't explain it um but I feel like I, I work so hard, but sometimes I don't want to show how hard I work because right. it's not on brand for girl with no job. That's what I was, that's what I was just thinking is like, that's why I'm saying like, I want to go through this list with you because it's so funny because it's, it's not on brand for you at all, but it, it is a part of being a woman. And when I started girl with no job, I really was doing nothing all day and I was like making so much money from brand deals that I didn't have to leave my bed to make money. And I really was watching TV all the time. Right. Um, and that's like the vibe that I started and that's why people liked it and thought it was funny. So I feel a lot of pressure to keep up with that. But also girl with no job has lended me all these opportunities that now I have to work so hard and I love to work. Um, but I don't really want to post it. Right. You know, it's like boring. But you guys like talk like on the toast sometimes. You're like booked yeah. and busy, meeting me, TV, but it's right. never we're, like. <laughs> we're being like sarcastic, yeah. but we're not, you know? Oh, no. I said, I was like, they couldn't come on my podcast when they were in LA, but like, I will give it to them. Like, because they were meetings, fucking meetings, booked meetings. and busy. And like, we I'll give it to them. Yeah. Okay. The next thing on the list is affirm yourself. Affirmations are a powerful tool to deliberately install desired beliefs about yourself. I just feel bad because like your podcast is so like, you know, like self care and I like it's really quite inspirational. But some of these are so lame. No, like <laughs> you don't understand the first half of my podcast, I will sound like a full on psychopath. I'm like bah, 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 bachelor bah, bah. and then right. I'm like so the best way to love yourself. Right. And I feel like people might think I'm a serial killer. And I believe in that wholeheartedly, but I just don't think like writing post-its on your mirror telling you that you're beautiful is really going to help you achieve and like be the person you want to be. But do you, do you ever like in your head, like you hype yourself up? Like that's like the extent, yeah, correct? Yeah, when, when I go on stage, like I need to be like a, really exaggerated version of myself and in order to do that I need to like really get into a headspace of a sociopath and that's what I do in the bathroom I'm like power posing talking to myself but I wouldn't do that for a meeting right you wouldn't do that for like going out yeah. but you all you did say that you get a lot of validation from other people don't yeah I I am very um stereotypical millennial because I really like need and crave other people's approval so do you ever feel like that maybe is like a bad thing and you should yeah. affirm yourself? I want to be universally well-liked and I think, it, and no one is, even, of course, I'm technically controversial. Even the most, the least controversial person is never going to be well-liked by everyone and I am not okay with that. Like I think it's, I should be, I should, it should be possible for someone to be universally well-liked and I won't stop until I am. <laughs> <laughs> because it's not fair. You're I just insane. want everyone to love me and people don't like me for one reason or not. I'm, I'm, 
I'm very specific. Like not everyone's going to love me, but I think it's unfair. Do you know the only thing that is like making me not want to give you like a therapist card is that you're so self-aware that it's okay. Yeah. And you know, I think a part of growing up is understanding things that as a teenager you thought were really lame like your feelings are right. actually really integral into becoming a normal person and even like these lame like quote cards a lot like affirmations they can be helpful for people they're not for me but a huge part of growing up is realizing that things like therapy and like being in touch with your emotions is actually not lame it's super important right um and I did try therapy recently once because so many oh Jackie made me read Howard Stern's book and he talked about how it totally changed his life and he struggled a lot with like being a person in the public eye who like had a lot of jealousy issues and right. I definitely related to a lot of that so I went to therapy and I just didn't like it I think I'm too self-aware like I know what my problems are and I know why I have them and I don't need someone to tell me that something from my childhood is the reason why I'm uh, jealous I know yeah I and think, I don't have a problem communicating with but myself I think it's because you have the tools maybe to figure it out I think a lot of people don't realize that they need to go to therapy to figure out the tools and they don't understand what's happening in their mind by the way 100 and but I you, think therapy's amazing but I tried it and I just didn't really get a lot of things out of it right no, I get it. I don't think therapy has to be for everyone, but I think there's a lot of people that like are so fucked up. I was and like they talking to the guy need to go to therapy. and like answering my own questions. He didn't even say anything because he was like, oh, you know, you know, was your father dying? I'm like, yeah, no, I know. <laughs> and I don't have a problem opening up. Like I really open up to everyone and there's no shortage of people in my life who are like I couldn't talk to if I was upset about something yeah. or if I needed advice. So I wanted therapy to work. I think it'd be fun to talk about myself for an hour in like a chic couch. Of course. But it just wasn't right. It's like honestly where I practice a lot of my bits. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can imagine. I would be there with like a notepad. I literally like I laugh so hard sometimes in therapy because yeah. I think I'm so fucking funny. Yeah. And I just like fuck with my therapist. Yeah. And I'm just like I should become a comedian. And then I leave and I'm like wait like I need to actually fix this shit. The movie It's Complicated with Meryl Streep like was favorite movie. really made me want to go to therapy because she had such a great relationship with her therapist and he had this like chic office with these French yeah. doors. I mean that movie just makes you want to be her. Yeah all like the Nancy Myers vibes like 100%. really appeal to me. Um, and I loved how she like I whenever I need to make a decision whether it's something so small or so big from personal to business like I'll write in my sister's chat and I need everyone to approve right. on it before like I really I'm very indecisive but yeah. I, I want to make decisions but I'm so afraid of making the wrong decision that pretty much if Jackie says it's okay like I'll do it because I just listen to whatever you she says. You have a, like a system like you have a support system like you have tools like yeah it's not like oh no like you like really don't understand what's going on in your head you yeah. just want to talk to someone. I really wanted it to work for me but I think yeah because you wanted the chicness. I think I'm too logical. That, that makes sense. But in a lot of ways, I'm not. The next thing on the list, and I think, and I just, I'm say whatever you want to this, okay. okay? Do one thing that scares you every day. Oh, God. If you are insecure, guess what? The rest of the world is too. Do not overestimate the competition. Underestimate yourself. You're better than you think. This is terrible advice. Do something, <laughs> do something that scares you. First of all, I am scared of a lot of things, and I don't go skydiving every day and I don't feel like if I did go skydiving it would make me feel better about a hundred my size like uh like literally like this is one of those things where it's like yeah like if therapy scares you and like that's what you need like sure go do it but do one things that scares you every day like no fucking do your job, do your job and, and stay take care in your of yourself lane. and feed your dog <laughs> yeah. like who the fuck has time for that and also what was the second half of it oh insecure you know I'm really sick of the world forcing me to accept my insecurities because I have I've accepted a lot of them yes. do I love my thighs no do I love my teeth no and but I've accepted it but there's certain things I can't get over I cannot get over my food but it bothers me so much and I couldn't get over my double chin it bothered me so much and I feel like there's all this pressure to accept it and change and like we're not fully ourselves unless we love ourselves like as much as like Lizzo and I so <laughs> and I commend people who have reached that level of self-love like Lizzo have has but it's I think it's unrealistic for everyone to 
be able to love every part of themselves. Right. And I think there's like a shame in wanting to fix your insecurities. And I'm like constantly trying to combat that. If you want to love yourself, do it. But if you can't, I totally understand and relate. And like you want to get Botox, go. Yeah. Like when you, you want to fix it. Go. And it's like when you fixed, when you got your chin surgery, mm-hmm. it surgery, right? It was outpatient procedure. Yeah, yeah. Procedure. Like it wasn't, it wasn't one of those things where you got it and you felt, it was like the best thing, the best decision you ever did. The best decision I ever made. I've struggled with my weight my whole life and it never really bothered me. I feel like I've always been happy. I've always had like a, a full life. It never really affected me the way I think some people let it affect them. And it never bothered me. I would see pictures of myself. And the one thing that would bother me would be my big fucking double chin. And no matter how big or small my weight fluctuated, it was always there. And one day, I think Jackie was like, just do it. Right. I, I read in a magazine, um, Brittany Cartwright did Kybella, and she looked so different. And I was like, you know what? I'm going in the next time I went in for Botox. Um, I just asked about Kybella. And she didn't recommend Kybella. She recommended another procedure. Uh-huh. She said Kybella is very, very painful and only 50% effective. Um, and she had this other procedure. And I, I think I was there on a Monday and I went in on Thursday. I just, I didn't want to question it anymore. And I was so excited about it. And it really was the catalyst for me to, I lost a lot of weight after that. Not because like I ever feel pressure to lose weight, but because I just wanted to like give myself the best possible results from the, from right. the procedure. And I've never thought twice about the procedure and my weight fluctuates now all the time and I'm not really bothered by it, but my chin always stays yeah. the same. And that's been such a blessing. And it's also like something that you did for you, not because other people were like, you're chin. Yeah, and even Ben was like, why are you doing it? You're beautiful. I'm like, okay, I love you, but shut the fuck up. No, I mean, yeah. You like, know nothing. But also Cameron's like the opposite. He's like, ooh, your roots are coming in. Like, look at, <laughs> He's like, look at those nose hairs. Like, Dead. I have to get my nose waxed. Oh, like, Ben you don't loves understand. to also point out my flaws. He's like, is that a, like a hair on like your nipple? I'm like, yeah, yeah I can. it is. Oh my God. Like, ugh, you do you ever get like long hairs on your nipple? Yeah. I pluck them with tweezers. It hurts so bad. I know. But like, if I don't do it, I'm so self-conscious. But of it's course. one of those things not, I'm not going to like learn but to who, love my nipple hair. Right, I'm going right, to pluck right. it. <laughs> and also who was like examining their nipples? Like I didn't even notice, but like Ben was like around my nipples one time and he was like, oh, yours a, must not be as coarse is as that like mine. A, like a hair? And I'm like, is it? I guess. Yeah. <laughs> is it bothering you? You want me to take it out? <laughs> you want me to take it out? You I'll take care of it? it. I'll take care of it. So it's a combination of him being like, you're perfect. Like whenever I get Botox, um, he's like, he gets upset about it. He's like, why? He like literally could cry. He's like, <laughs> why are you doing it? You're beautiful. And I'm like, sure. And then he'll literally take the ugliest, most unflattering photos of me like in a car and be like, I'm like you wonder why I want to get my chin done? It's you. You <laughs> and your bad angles. <laughs> So it's both. But he like literally like if I'm out like walking out to go Botox, he's like a kid like holding onto my leg. Don't do it. <laughs> he thinks it's like I'm really going to come back with a brand new face. Like Botox is really not a big deal. Like pretty it's much everyone not a in the world does Botox. I love it And you would never so even much. know. If I didn't tell him, he wouldn't know. But I would just have like right. a little like bruise on my forehead. He wouldn't know. But obviously I don't keep secrets from Ben. So I'm like, yo, getting good Botox. Like, Again, you just did it. <laughs> it's so annoying. When I came home with my lips done for the first time <laughs> and Cameron saw my face because it gets so swollen, yeah. he was like, what did you do to yeah. your face? I'll do it at like noon because Ben doesn't get home from work till like six or seven and I'll ice so hard. So it's just like a little weird. Yeah. He's like, you look different. I'm like, I do? <laughs> I must have ate something weird. No, I always say, oh, my God, I actually, like, don't think I can hang out tonight. Because you guys live together. Right, so, like, I still hide. have that, like, little bit of, like, Luxury. hidden cigarette. I'm like, yeah, so, like, today's, like, actually not going to work for me. <laughs> and um, and I'm, like, drinking, like, celery juice, like, shitting my brains out, getting my lips right, done, like, dyeing my hair. And all of a sudden, I'm, like, a new woman by the time he sees me. Yeah, it's crazy how, like, you can really become a different person if you want to be. Yeah, and when you live in L.A., it's like, oh, pressure. Yeah, and it's like, you see all these people become famous, even, like, on TikTok or, like, Instagram. Even Millie Bobby Brown, she's a perfect example of, like, 
a perfectly natural, natural, pretty kid right. who got famous, and she has a totally new face now. She does. I don't follow her. She has new teeth, new lips, new eyebrows. And by the way, I love it. Like if that's what she wants to do, go for it. I hate people who like plastic surgery. Yeah. Shame. Well, I also like think too. It's everyone's like you compare yourself to these people that look like Gigi Hadid and Bella Hadid, and then literally I was getting my eyelashes done last week, and I was like, oh, maybe I like shouldn't do it because it's like, like it makes me look like a try hard, and like I bet you Gigi Hadid mm-hmm. doesn't do it. I'm like Lauren, she gets her fucking makeup professionally done like every single time she leaves the house. Like if she was a normal person, she'd be going and getting her fucking eyelashes done. Of course, plastic surgery shame is, like should not be a thing, but I do think that being honest and open about what you get done is so important like for your mental health and then for people around you because people pretending that like Bella Hadid looks the way that she looks when she came out of the womb that's just not the case and we all like have seen like the proof right right. and then like you know there was a study that said she's scientifically the most beautiful woman in the world and that makes me feel amazing because she doesn't even look like her so no one really can exactly like knowing that she is like a science experiment and she is like the most beautiful I'm like well I could easily then be the most beautiful if I just go to the same place where she got all of her stuff done and it's like we don't have to do that I just wish like more traditional celebrities were open about it yeah I think reality stars and influencers are because that's their success we is, have to. Too. Their success is based on like being exactly. open and transparent. But and we get called out and we're actually engaged with our audience. It's yeah. not just like, oh, it's paparazzi. It's right. like, no, it's like this we girl in my DMs it. that I've talked to before. <laughs> yeah, we can't ignore it. <laughs> okay. The next the next one is set yourself up to win. To establish true self-confidence, we must concentrate on our success and forget about the failures and the negatives in our lives. I feel like you harp on maybe. Yeah, I mean, that's actually good advice, but it's so hard to implement. And I think it's important to be aware of your failures, not to think that everything you do is amazing because you'll never really be successful if you think that you can do no wrong. Right. So I, I think it's it's important not to harp on your failures, but to be aware of them is important too because it helps you learn a lesson for the next business venture or the next relationship right. or the next something. You can't pretend like they don't exist. Yeah, I think we, I think I'm, the vibe attracts your tribe thing. Yeah. I think like we're the type of people that if you're not self-aware, like we can't. <laughs> that is the number one quality I look for in a person. Like, <laughs> if we're in a quiet restaurant and you're talking so loud, like have some self-awareness, girlfriend. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. People who aren't aware of like their own body, it bothers me. Like, hi, you're actually spitting in my face. Do you, no. do you not know that? I, My little sister, God bless her, she's only, she's actually about to turn 18 and she's just the most like aloof. Like she, her dad's French. So they are, they're very like different. Like they're mm-hmm. very slow and whatever. And we'll be walking and I'm like, Lucy, Lucy. Oh and she God, has no idea that someone's like trying to walk by her. Mm-hmm. Like one time my mom got really upset and she was like, I had no idea that mom was feeling this way. I was like, Lucy, you don't know when someone's trying to fucking walk by you at Starbucks right. and you're surprised that you didn't notice mom had a bad day. Ben is like that too physically. Like he'll literally be in the elevator, the door will open and he won't know. I'm like, get the fuck out of the <laughs> elevator. Like literally like, let's People go. People around him will be moving and talking and he's, whether or not he's on his phone, he's just like looking around. He's so lost. It drives me nuts. I know every conversation that's going on me at all times. And yeah. I, when someone's trying to say hi to someone, Someone that I'm talking to I'm like hello like get off your like look someone's trying to say like I'm like Ben hello the doorman's talking to you yeah like let's go let's it go it drives me nuts and the next one is actually help someone else help someone else often enables us to forget about ourselves and feel grateful for what we have do you help people Claudia I mean it, it depends like are we talking about like philanthropy for sure I think that's no super but yes at the same time but I think there's I small of, acts and large acts and I think you do a lot of large acts yeah I don't think I do small acts I don't think I go out of my way to like check on people I don't know I could do better at that but I just got a lot going well, on well it's it, it's also I think a New York thing I'm not gonna lie because yeah, I a, have you're been very here self-sufficient it's like you can't if you can't make it here you can't make it anywhere it's like oh you're not doing well that's on you I've um I've been here for less than 24 hours and I started this new song this morning and I was going I'm too polite to live here <laughs> 
yeah. I'm too polite to live here. Yeah. I'm just like on the street. I'm like, oh, sorry. <laughs> like no. I'm just getting the dirtiest fucking looks. No, actually on my way here, I literally shoved some woman so hard. You know what she did? We were waiting for a light. <laughs> We were waiting for the light to change to cross, and she fully stood. Like I was already standing there, she came and stood right in front of me. Literally, her ass was touching my thighs, and then the light changed, and she had the nerve not to move. So I literally shoved her so hard, and that's uh, New York's a great place to be if you're an angry person. And I really am. I'm noticing that. Like I guess I'm just like too so excited to be here yeah. that I'm just like, how are you? But if you were here for a week, you'd turn into one of us. Oh, a hundred percent. This one is called Take the Hundred Day. Take the 100 days of rejection challenge. No, rejection is painful. What does that mean? No one can make you feel inferior without your consent. Reject all of your haters, Claudia. Oh, I feel that. Yeah, I put my hater on blast the other day. It felt so good. He oh, that was amazing. He ended up deleting his Instagram account. And I don't like to do that, but this episode of The Bachelor really empowered me to do it. And the episode of The Bachelor where they were talking about all the trolls and the hate that the contestants get, they put up real messages, but they didn't put the people's usernames. And I think that would have been a lot more effective into scaring people to stop trolling other people. Yes. And... I went on a deep dive of this person who's been messaging me for over a year from his personal Instagram account. Like he was in his fucking photo wearing his Versace sweatshirt. Like he had no shame. And I put it up and I tried so hard to find out who he was because I wanted to like contact his mom, you know, but I, he was private and I couldn't find anything about him online, which was really frustrating. But I put him on blast. He ended up deleting his Instagram account. He actually um, came back a few hours ago and he had lost 10 followers. So like people around him, he had 300, he had 350 and I was at 343. So like his friends and family like are unfollowing him, which makes me feel good. Like that, that is effective. That is effectful shaming of a troll. But what you did is you said, I really hope someone that knows him sees this so they can help him. Because right. like, imagine you saw someone that like. Imagine if you were commenting yeah. on a Jewish person's photo. Like, oh, you ugly Jew. I would literally call you and be like, bitch, are you okay? Yeah, like you'd be like, do you need help? Like, so do you need I really to go to hope a that work? someone in his family or his circle of friends saw my Instagram and reached out and be like, yo, you an anti-Semite, bro? It's like, it's almost like you're doing the 100 days of rejection challenge with helping others. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in your own New York City way. Yep. The last one is obviously care for yourself. Self-care is never a selfish act. Agreed. What do you, what is your, like, what are your, and then we'll like go into mood boosters as well. Like, what is your version of self-care? Like, what are the things that you do that is like, if I don't do these things, like, and I don't take this time for myself, like, I don't feel the best. Um, when it comes to taking time for myself, I know it's weird because my whole life is on my phone, but I don't feel relaxed when I'm not on my phone. Mm. I like being on my phone, but in different ways. Like obviously when I'm working, I'm on email, I'm on Instagram, I'm on Facebook doing group management, like I'm, I'm doing stuff, but I actually like to relax on my phone. And a lot of that recently has to do with just watching hours and hours of TikToks. It's become such a fun thing for me. I get inspired creatively. I just mindlessly scroll. It's fun. I learn stuff. I see what the kids are up to. I really like it. I also play a lot of games on my phone and I, I just play them for hours on end while like some TV. Really? I play balls, B-A-L-L-Z. <laughs> it's such a good game. And it's just mindless. And being on my phone is comfortable for me because my screen time's out of control. And it's, some people might say it's a problem, but I don't really give a shit. Um, my phone is is a comfortable place for me. And it can be very toxic when it comes to work and I can get right. burnt out. But I, there's also a lot of ways to have fun on your phone. My phone is always on Do Not Disturb and I love it. Oh, I was wondering why I went straight to voicemail the other day. Yeah, because I put it on Do Not Disturb for the podcast because I don't want it vibrating or anything. Right. And then I've started to leave it on throughout the day and it's so lovely. You know, I'll I'll check my phone and then I'll realize, oh, I have a couple of text messages. I don't answer them the second I get them anymore. Right. And I really like it. It's, it's personal boundaries. Yeah. And you don't have to be as available as you think you do. Yeah. And then like the more generic self-care stuff is as of like six months ago, I've really like gotten a routine down like before bed oh so you do have a nighttime routine yeah because i'm starting to notice things on my face that i don't like 
So you have like a skincare routine? Yeah, I have um, like a neck cream now oh. and a nice hyaluronic acid and a moisturizer and I have some scar cream because I have scar on my neck that bothers me and just things that I think actively will make a difference when I wake up the next day. And you feel good probably like going to bed like Clean. supple. And then Ben is like, mm, you smell so good. Did you shower? And obviously I didn't, but I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what are your mood boosters for this week? Okay, I wrote them down because this week Ben was out of town, which is really hard for me. I have a huge phobia of being alone. Like, oh, yeah. I cannot. I'm super afraid to be in my apartment by myself. I think that there's a, like a monster. Um and just like from a, I just don't like to be alone. Like I, I went straight from living at the house I grew up in to moving in with Ben. Like I never oh. lived alone. I lack a lot of independence in that way. I'm very clingy. And like, I don't even need Ben next to me. I just need him in the living room yeah. to know like if there's a murderer, like he will come and yeah. get murder Ben first while I have time to escape. <laughs> so this week was actually really hard for me. Um, and what I started doing was I went out every night this week, not out like to a club, but like out to dinner. I saw my friends. I invited them over for the bachelor. When you work from home and then like, five o'clock, six o'clock, like the day turns into night. You don't even realize it. And you're spending mm -hmm. 12 hours in bed. It's really, it's not good. Yeah. And I literally get bed sores. So I made it a thing. Like I went to polo bar. Like I did something every night. That way I spent two hours out of the house. And then you want to come home and feel like, oh, I miss my home. Not like right. oh, this place again. Yeah. So I left a lot, which is new for me because on the weeknights, I really don't like to leave the house because I'm so lazy and I have TV to watch to recap on the toast. But I did and it felt really good. Yeah. It's like actually spending time with other people, connecting with other people could yeah. easily be a mood booster when you're someone like us that would just like be in their house all the time otherwise. Yeah. But when you work from home, it's really hard to leave. 100%. I don't uh, do it. The fact that I'm in a fucking different city is insane. Right. <laughs> and another thing that I did now that Ben was gone, like when it comes to Theo, we split responsibilities. Like the morning walk um, is me and then the nighttime is Ben. But when Ben was gone, this is the first time I've really ever been alone for a long period of time. All of the Theo responsibilities, the food, the walks, everything weighed on me for a week. And at first I was like, oh my God, how am I going to do this? And then I found the walks to be so lovely because like I said, I never oh. leave my house and I left my phone and it was just like nice like see people and smell fresh air. And oh my but God. it was actually nice weather and it was... I started to dread them less and less. Obviously, like the midnight one is annoying, but that's insane. Yeah, but I I was kind of like looking forward to seeing human beings and you know looking at the clouds and the trees and seeing what's new on Park Avenue. Like it was refreshing. I love that for you so much. And then also like good to use my legs because I never walk anywhere. Yes, I literally that was actually one of my mood boosters like weeks ago. Was literally taking my dogs on a walk and leaving my phone at home. It helps, and then you're like helping nurture this living being who relies on you so much. 100%. Me and Jackie always joke that Theo is uh, Jacob Tremblay and I am Brie Larson from Room <laughs> because we never leave my bedroom. So it was like, I took Jacob Tremblay out for a walk. Oh my <laughs> God. And then my third mood booster was something we touched on earlier was getting a spray tan. A little bit more shallow, but it's when you're feeling down on yourself and there's things you want to do, like you wax your eyebrows, I think a spray tan is one of the most effective of those things to just immediately like boost your self-confidence a little bit. It literally like, it changes everything about the way you Like look. I would have put on foundation, like if to record this podcast, like I would have put on like a little bit of a face, maybe filled in my eyebrows and I didn't do anything because I just, I feel fine. Wow. Yeah. And I, I just, I want to get to a place where I don't, hate the way that I look without makeup and spray tan is like taking spray me tan is the way to 75% do it. there skincare routine and spray tan are maybe like an fabulous. eyelash extension or an eyelash lift and tint I may suggest yeah um I actually did eyelash extensions and I did not like them I did it once like a couple years you're ago. gonna hate it because of the maintenance yeah oh and you can't sleep on your side I'm like that's all I sleep on and like I'm someone who I can't not have my eyes or my hands available to work mm -hmm. therefore getting my nails done and getting my eyelashes done is very difficult for me to do totally. and I feel like you might relate to that I do 
Well, Claudia, thank you so much. This has been an absolute pleasure. This has seriously been a pleasure. I just want to spend the rest of my life with you. Same. Like a just life partner, okay. perhaps. Long I know distance. that our our significant others would honestly love that, love that truly. I think yep. they're together right now as we speak, to I be completely honest. Um, <laughs> you guys, make sure, obviously, you all know Claudia. Make sure to go give them a follow. But more importantly, let's let's support the Passion Project. Let's support Toast News Network. Thank you for saying Because that. there's some great podcasts coming. Margaret Joseph just launched. And we got a new one coming next week, which when this episode airs, you will already know. Congratulations on all your success. Thank Congratulations you. on being my best friend. It's and a huge accomplishment. It's honestly, it's really big. One it's of my really finest. big. Um, and I will talk to you guys now. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of Mood. We'll be doing hashtag my mood next week. So make sure to email mood with Lauren Elizabeth at gmail.com for your mood and to get advice on how to make it better and boost in. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at Lauren Elizabeth for all the deets and the mood boosters. You can go to at Lauren Elizabeth Inc. on Instagram. So many exciting more episodes coming. Make sure to give this podcast five stars leave a nice review and subscribe i will talk to you guys next week have an amazing rest of your week and boost your mood